Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. It's the Luminaries with David Odyssey. Didn't you know? This time, it's a special edition. We're covering the movement of Jupiter and Pisces and the initiation of the Summer of Love. To do that, I've recruited Mark Stoll and Ben Leary, two of my all-time favorite people. I hope you enjoy. But first, thoughts on... Okay, Scarlett Johansson, Dana Delaney, Christina Applegate, and the decline of Western civilization, parts one, two, and three. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the arena of uh, nausea and dissociation, uh, the House of Odyssey. I am just barely registering what's going on um in jerusalem and in gaza i'm just so sick about it and i i just not i I, we will get to the good stuff i promise i just want to like start by expressing how sad it makes me and i don't know it's just weird because like i just my my israeli passport is my new israeli passport is literally being processed and like in an alternate timeline, I would have, like, served in the military, not to even make this about me. I'm just, like, it's, like, so upsetting and surreal that it becomes uncanny for me. Um, and I just, like, I I don't know. I always think about, like, what Kitty Pride says in The Marauders, which is, like, it doesn't have to be this way. And it's just so ugly and cruel and unfair. Um what they're doing to not only innocent lives, but to like a sacred holy site. And obviously Israel is basically like the 58th, the the 52nd state of Trump world. Um, And so it's just kind of like what we're doing. So I I just feel really sad about it. And, you know, I, I love it there and I love my family there. And I just wish it, not, I wish it, it should never have been this way and it shouldn't be this way. And I don't think it can't, I just find it this, like the cynical kind of uh it's a quagmire. It can never change thing. I just don't think that's true. Um, I'm just kind of reckoning because like I'm starting with writing astrology stuff for nylon and I j- just to give like a little framework All of the big shit that's been going down the past two years, the astrology clocked, you know, the uh, re-escalation of the race war last year, even the GameStop stuff um, was more or less spelled out. Um, And I'm just learning like 
I don't want to just be an astrologer who like tells people about good vibes and manifesting, but I'm still just like learning how this works and I just want to make sure that I'm doing it responsibly. Um, and I think that that will happen. I just, what I'm hoping for is Gemini season comes in and as we get two Sagittarius eclipses, um, I'm just hope well one in one in Sag one in Gemini but you got the idea uh, on May 26th and June 10th I'm hoping that I'm able to tap into my rage more uh, and express it more um, I just often feel so dissociated from it I will say that yesterday on Mother's Day I did fucking headbang in my kitchen of the prodigy oh God w- call your senators by the way Mother's Day Father's Day and National Siblings Day. Um, we can beat this together, okay? Call your senators, call your legislators, uh, whatever it takes, we can, uh, we can get rid of these. I mean, by the way, after all these goddamn years, who still has pictures to post? How many pictures do you have with these people that you're going to keep posting them? It's just enough already. Okay. Oof. Um, clearly there's stuff going on. Ultimately, it was a very good birthday. One family member, not a parent, another family member, sent a gift that, honestly, gift giving is my love language, and if you're not going to see the person, don't bother, uh, you know, with the shipping prices. Okay, I want to say something. I'm obviously going through a lot emotionally, which has led me to this bizarre revisiting of Marvel movies. I don't even want to talk about it because it's so gauche and humiliating, but it's actually quite healing because as you know, in 2012, I was an intern at Marvel. I have like a lot of anger because my dream has always been to like write for that. But so whenever I'd watch the movies, I wasn't able to enjoy them because I felt so like bitter that I wasn't doing it, which sounds psycho. Um, so actually this is like the first time I'm actually just watching the movies as like a career astrologer or whatever and enjoying them. So I'm having a great time. That said, and I'm saying this as someone who owns Ghost World and Vicky Cristina Barcelona on DVD. So, and who saw Scoop in theaters. Okay. So don't, okay. Scarlett Johansson is the worst actress in the world. That is not to say she's not talented. I think she's very talented. In terms of the E for effort grade, we are really just... It's not even swing and a miss. There's no swing. There's no range. It's bizarre. I'm also not... The way that gay people go for Elizabeth Olsen... Calm calm down, okay? Just... Okay. This is not... This is not Fomka Johnson. This is not Rebecca Romaine. Okay? This isn't even Halle Berry we're dealing with. You know, the the truly the worst actor in the world is Jeremy Renner. I don't know what sick deal with the devil he made, but yikes. That, ugh, God. I mean, also, D-list character. Okay. Who deserves an Oscar? Dana Delaney. I'm rewatching Superman the Animated Series. You all know my favorite movie of all time is Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Where is... <coughs> sorry, I just had an almond. Where is Dana Delaney's goddamn Oscar? Okay. Um, what do we want to, what do we need to get into? The HBO, HBO Max does have 
um, the Almodovar movies. So I watched I'm So Excited and Bad Education this week. I'm So Excited is... I'm So Excited is the art pop of Almodovar movies. So a lot of people don't like it and don't take it seriously. I mean, I'm not going to pretend that art pop is some like, you know, only, only the outcasts like art pop. I'm not doing that, but... People don't really take it. It's not seen in the same way as like Women on the Verge, which I actually think is a lot harder to watch, even though Antonio Banderas looks really hot in glasses. I'm so excited is just like pure joy. I mean, like all Amadovar movies, if you have issues about depictions of consent in film, you know, uh, <laughs> careful. But it's like, I just think it's such a joy and like it's truly faggy. Like it's faggy which is really rare like i don't think american movies are allowed to be faggy and that's why like everyone loved veneno because it's not just like this corporatized um sedate torture shit it's just like um flight attendants doing pointer sisters numbers while everyone (laughs) while putting mescaline in everyone's drinks um anyways bad education was great Gal Garcia Bernal, Body Goals. Um, I don't know. It, it goes in so... All of his movies go in a million directions. But for me, listen, it's always going to be Todo Siempre, Mi Mama, Duh, All About My Mother. And Volver is up there. I think Volver really lets Penelope have range. And they let her be funny. Which, again, let's go back to Vicky Cristina Barcelona... Another film I love. I'm sorry. I'm just, he Woody isn't in it, okay? He, he just directs it and, you know, who knows how much of it he actually directed. Okay. Major development is that I finally watched Decline of Western Civilization Part 2. A refresher. Penelope Spheris, who's the director of Wayne's World, which was a really big sleepover movie when I grew up, um in the 80s, directed, uh, well, the 80s and 90s, she directed a documentary trilogy called Decline of Western Civilization. Part one is about 1980s, uh, the punk scene. Part two is 1987, the metal scene. Part three is 1998, the gutter punk scene. I think they're some of the best documentaries ever made. Part two is just like the most fun because it's this woman documentarian going into the belly of the beast with the the metal world of the 80s which is just like poison alice cooper ozzy osbourne kiss etc etc who are all total misogynists you know the 80s Anyway, she just breaks down how like the me decade manifestation vibe of the 70s totally fed into this sense of like you can have anything you want um bullshit capitalism of the 80s by the way ronald reagan always worked with an astrologer um and she just like makes this incredible commentary about like male capitalist misogynist entitlement and like the doom of that on this scene which she's just like most of these people are gonna fail or die or overdose which she she then of course returns to the gutter punks uh a decade later but like she doesn't say it it's just so subtly woven in and she lets the people speak for themselves and kind of spell their own doom out it's not a manipulative documentary i I just 
I think like compared to what's like on Netflix now, it's just in a different league. Um, she's also major. Like her her Mark Marin interview is really great because she talks about like her her years working with Richard Pryor. I, anyways, um, but I really Decline of Western Civilization Part Two is important for the fagoots listening because. Christina Applegate uh, also wears her Oscar. Christina Applegate, uh, after she took or in preparation for Married with Children, watched that movie and designed Kelly off of her. So Kelly Bundy was originally going to be kind of more of a basic, just like bimbo. And Christina Applegate was saw the way that the women were in Decline of Western Civilization Part 2 and was like, okay, this is the story. And, you know, Kelly Bundy is major. I am thinking married with children. Pam Anderson is having a comeback right now. I should do her astrology. Who would be a good guest for that? Um, you know, reveal yourself. I'm just making a note for myself. But we, we're, we're going back from the Britney Spears revival to the Pam Anderson revival. And then I think we are going to go into the, um, the Bundy family revival. Okay, um, I want to say that something's wrong with the service industry. I had some of the worst service in my life over the, over the birthday festivities. Uh, Ruby and I went to the Russian tea room for high tea, which was truly like a Tim Burton snow globe tacarama. It was so fab. It was outrageously tacky, like... Not, it, it was just beyond anything I've ever seen. Um, but the, by the way, being a server for high tea is not hard. You literally just bring out the finger foods. It's not like you can get an order wrong. All people are allowed to order is tea. Okay. And yet they found a way. Um, the jukebox at Julius is broke. Um, can we get someone on that? Um, you know, I, I'd like to make some phone calls about that. I am negotiating how to be social right now. I'm just so exhausted and depleted and I hate it. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm having Saturn is squaring my sun and Pluto is right on top of my Saturn. So it's just a bit of a battle for vitality. Um, on my birthday, while I was disassociate, listen, I had a really lovely birthday celebration. I got a lot of love. I'm really, really grateful. The day of, you know, never going to be um, easy for me. Um, it was just a, a lot. Uh, a lot of mixed messages and a lot of being seen, not being seen, um, and, you know, being crushed, being lifted, whatever. But uh, part of my coping was that I bought um, uh, I bought an action figure. Uh, we talked about it in therapy, uh, you know, for my recovery, for the inner child work. It would be good if I had some symbol of my inner child. So I was saying, you know, I always played with action figures growing up. So maybe if I got one to put on the altar. But this one's a little different because she's actually above my bed and she's acting more as a protector. So I might have to get another action figure. But I bought a Danny Moonstar action figure. Along with Magic, it's probably my number one favorite character. Um, X-Men, New Mutants, Icon. I'm looking at her right now. Love her with all my heart. Um, 
I do want to say, like, buying her... Okay. Going to Forbidden Planet to buy her... I go to Forbidden Planet all the time. It's a great comic book store. It's a, it's a good comic book store. You're just reminded, like, how much people suffer. Because... And I, I'm saying this, like, with the deepest empathy as someone who is fully dissociated and going in there for relief... There was just this couple that came in and there was this girl who wanted to buy a gem in the holograms figure and there was just between the two of them it was just very hard to communicate or express themselves or like even just exist without this sense of deep fear and um I know that these characters can bring people a lot of comfort and they certainly do with me, hence me watching like Captain America over the weekend to deal, but it just like, I don't think people understand what fan culture is and it's just like, it's such a, it's a motley crew and it's like, there's so much pain and there's so much heartbreak. Um, so I, I don't even know where I'm going with that. I guess I'm just... I think I, I have considered myself like, well, I'm going to write these characters. So that's my interest. And it's like, well, my interest is because like I need them because I think I, I can express myself in some ways, but you know, I'm in the trenches with them. Okay. What is on the menu, which you can read about in nylon uh, tomorrow, I think. Um, what is on the menu is planet Jupiter is moving into Pisces, um, which I will explain as we get into the meat of the episode. Um, but it's a big, big shift and we are initiating a new summer of love. With that said, I have decided to recruit my two best friends to do kind of a fun summer trend watch episode. I do get into the astrology in the episode, but, um, this is really supposed to just be like a joy and it's a lot of fun. Obviously, I think Ben and Mark are both really, really, really brilliant. Um, so I'm really grateful that they're here. And I'm grateful you're here too. And thank you for listening. Mwah. Where to even begin, which is to say... <laughs> We're already... This is like such a fucking... Okay. <laughs> Babe, let it out. Whatever. I'm just like, I am so sensitive and, you know, being thrust back into the social strata. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the theme of this episode is that the planet Jupiter is moving into Pisces on May 13th and it's going to be there through July 29th. So we are doing a summer trend watch and I already feel overwhelmed and the summer hasn't even begun. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel... Cast adrift, um, overloaded, hypersaturated, subsumed. Um, and to help me uh, figure out the progression of the next three months, um, I have recruited my two dearest friends uh, who have not been on the pod since pre-pandemic early 2020 twilight January, February, March saga. Um, I have uh, the gay burp himself. Mark Stoll, and, um, you know, the ultimate twink, Ben Leary. Um, <laughs> hi, boys. Hey, Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great to be here, and um, 
to hold space for you as you work through. I mean, I'm Thank in you. no better s spot either, so yeah. we're gonna go through this together, I think. Mm -hmm. I think it's already passe to say, we forgot how to socialize, what are we gonna oh, do? Oh god, give me a fucking break. Yeah. But also, I do, I do feel that. <laughs> <laughs> I did go to an event last night, and it was like, they were like mid thirties. They're like, this is like the first like time I'm like hanging out with people. Like, what about you? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Right, right. I would never that, be in a room with a bunch of strangers during a pandemic. Unmasked folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why we're a good like yin and yang, I think, because you've been out there boots on the ground yeah stomping and clumping under bridges going safely safely of course <laughs> not, not to out you zero outdoor transmission mm -hmm, totally cdc sets <laughs> and i've been kind of just um nesting i would say um someone has to keep the post in, in my bed and just kind of make sure everything's okay there. So well, I, I think you've also out. kind of done a deep spiritual interior journey. I think you've gone in. We're, yeah, we're redecorating interiorly. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the interior illusion's loud. Yes. Of I'm, your soul. Exactly. And I don't think it's ready to to uh, unveil to the world, but the world is... Is calling. She's yeah. saying, come through. She's demanding. I feel the same... Having started recovery six months ago and having turned 30 during the pan, I'm like, okay, the world has changed. Mm. Mm -hmm. The girls are younger than they were before. You know, a lot has changed. Um, and also, I mean, we've been talking about this, of course, being in the company of Melissa Rich, who is pretty much a vampire slayer <laughs> and can spot a demon from a mile away. The, this is something I want to bring up first with you two before we even get into the main um um, the main, you know, topic. Going to gay bars over the last few months, I am encountering demons on a level that I never have before. <laughs> there are some homosexuals who clearly did not do any therapy during the pandemic and are more rancid and, <laughs> like, violent than ever before. And something to me about, like, the endless Goddardamerung of Drag Race being on for, like, nine-month blocks now mm -hmm. is also, like, mm -hmm. feeding mm -hmm. some sort of, like, a deep satanic impulse. Right. And I just want to hear about the vibe check about gay people in general <laughs> that you're noticing. Ugh. I mean, RuPaul pulsing <clears throat> in the background is great. It's like, that's the machine that's fueling yes. the sickness. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the pandemic, the pandemic coincided with Instagram's fall or the beginning of the fall, mm. and we saw the rise of Twitter. Mm. And so we see all of these gay men going on Twitter. They post a little titty, a little butt, uh. six thousand followers, like yes. instantly. And I think it's just become a little bit of a toxic, not toxic space, but it's getting more and more rancid. Mm. Ooh. And I think more and more are joining, and then there's like little. These groups are getting more powerful. Right. And they're finally unleashed after like showing their whole like <laughs> nine months on Twitter. Right. And strangers being like, "Fuck me, daddy." <laughs> but then you. But now they're released. They're released, but then you meet them, and then they won't, they can't look zero in the eye because <laughs> okay because we're just so online, extremely online. Not to plug a dead show of Ben's past. <laughs> Those boys are extremely online. I did hang out with some verified girls who I didn't know very well, and wow. I did find them to be awful. Um, <laughs> in that Twitter way where I was like, oh, you actually can't, like, 
Something's wrong here socially. Mm. Were these the Ariana stands or? No, 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 no. I'm not coming for them today. Thank you. This is a safe space for uh, Yeah, I was listening to Back to You. Is that what the song is called? No. Back to you. Back to you. Yeah. So I was like, (laughs) she did me good today. Yeah. (laughs) I love to harmonize with you. Um, Yeah, yeah. Aria's safe here, but... It used to be with Twitter, I feel like, that if you were going to post whole, there had to be, like, a punchline, and now there's just no... You don't even have to pretend to be, like, an intellectual. Well, it used to be, like, it was, like, the place where it was just, like, your mind. Yes. Like, the right. one place on this godforsaken internet where it was just your beautiful mind. Where you could thrive with your... And now it's your beautiful whole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it does... And both can exist, both but can... I think there's just too much... What is the potential energy mm. that's been growing mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. terms of whole picks and now it's being released into kinetic energy in our spaces right right, right. and what where does that energy go yeah through us <laughs> just <laughs> straight through us i feel like i've been trying you know deleting instagram and twitter and then just like five minutes later going on on safari because i can't like stay away from it but i'm trying Possibly. to trying to stay away and I gotta say, I'm seeing less whole than, than ever than, <laughs> yeah. than YouTube. But um, it'll be interesting as, like, back in the IRL spaces. I don't... Yeah. I do feel like I'm missing out a little bit, but... <sighs> I'm going through this thing with Instagram where I'm, like, I'm going through a unfollow hot people phase. Mm. Because... do care. Thank you. Yeah. And in therapy, we did talk about how I actually don't know what I'm attracted to. I just am attracted to what I think my parents would approve of. I- so now I'm like, okay, I'm deleting all of these hot people accounts, mm-hmm. which I had convinced myself before were artsy hot people accounts. And this is something I also want to ask you both about. There is a rise of a certain Instagram boy. This is like a boy. He's like hot. He has a six pack. He has like a lot of piercings and he'll mm-hmm. like maybe mm-hmm. dye a nail black once in a while. Sure. And he'll like post like a thoughty thoughty pick but it'll be with like a very obscure poetry or song lyric by like Tori Amos that you've never heard those boys are also rising because no one has come to stop them (laughs) and that's where Melissa Rich comes in Empire Slayer I just like to me I mean do what you want online for sure but I just feel like that's so humiliating and also we're past like we're past that. Maybe we're back to it, but like, I think we're back. That's what I was I doing. Think there's always a market in 20, 20, 15, 16 being like, y'all don't like. This is my away message or something. <laughs> y'all don't know this lyric from, whatever it may be. I don't know. I, I mean, uh, yeah. I wish them well for sure. To put it into whatever the terms they- of the astrology, like. Right now, Saturn is in Aquarius, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's very removed, and I think uh, the kind of irony generation is like still having their last heyday, or right. maybe their fall. As Saturn progresses into Pisces and eventually into Aries over the next decade, the, the global awareness that informs self-presentation is going to die out, and we are going to return to a fully embodied, unironic... <gasps> Overly either sentimental or just self-involved presentation. Right. So I think um, we are heading into the dot. Just these boys who don't need to do like a self-aware whole pick. It's just a whole pick. Mm-hmm. It's their time. They're the future. They are the future. They will. They will own. By the end of the decade, they will. You know, they will stand, and we will have fallen. Mm. <laughs> right. Where does that leave us? Myself allergic 
to sincerity and earnestness Classic online. Like, what, where does that leave <laughs> me? <laughs> That's why you gotta be doing the CBT homework. You gotta be doing <sighs> the worksheets. You have to be, you know, um, scraping your insides, as I believe you put it once. Just yeah. do the work. And not like that. Not like... People yeah. are being perceived. Like, before on the internet, you could not... The goal was to be looked at, but not perceived. Mm, mm-hmm. Ooh. And I think now people are more open to being perceived, and it's scary, because I don't. Right. <laughs> Look at me, but don't see me. Thank yeah. you. Right, Thank right, you. right. Like, I was always like, I don't want to... If I was ever famous for whatever reason, I wouldn't want God people forbid. to want to talk about me. Right. And if you comment on my post, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> You don't know. It's very like, you know, cartoon jailbreak where like the spotlight goes yes. on you. <laughs> like I've been asking for this audience and then wait, don't look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's jump in. So, okay. To give everyone a bit of a framework. Currently, you know, the planet Jupiter moves about once a year from sign to sign. Currently, it's an Aquarius. So wherever Jupiter goes, it magnifies the kind of vibe of the sign. Mm. So anyone who has Aquarius placements is having kind of a big year right now. Jupiter is moving through Aquarius. So we're going through this phase of deployment of vaccines, uh, mm. you know, new possibilities, uh humanitarian consciousness uh verdicts that actually are not on the side of the cops for once there's kind of a push forward new technologies futurism okay 2022 will largely be jupiter and pisces year however from may 13th through july 29th uh jupiter will be dipping into pisces jupiter rules pisces which is to say jupiter which is this planet of like excess illumination joy um Wisdom, kind of freedom, has somewhat struggled in Capricorn and Aquarius because those are very removed structural signs. But it rules Pisces. Pisces is an oceanic, Mm. free love, empathic, compassionate, cinematic sign. So for the summer, I mean, there are some retrogrades, which which we'll get into, but the general vibe of this summer is a kind of movable feast, as as Mark would say. Uh, It's it's going to be kind of a... uh, hyper abundance and a return to well a a deluge of kind of um chaos pleasure (laughs) romance possibility and consequences right so i just want to (laughs) all that sounded good until yeah the consequences well the consequences will come because you know classically when, when is your birthday in june June 14th. Okay, you're okay. On June 10th, of course, we are having... On May 26th, we're having an eclipse in Sag. But on June 10th, we're having an eclipse in Gemini. Mm -hmm. So the the kind of limits of experience will be reckoned with one way or another. So get back on Truvada now. If you took a break over the pandemic, you're going to (laughs) want to... Oh, God. I mean... Yes. Take yes. Your pills. <laughs> Take your vitamins. It sounds to me like um, fresh cut fruit and Molly water. It's gonna yes. be Molly water. Um, return to sensual, natural, like mm-hmm. the the candy of nature. Fruit, of course, bringing raspberries to Jacob Reese. Yes, and then your flask of Molly water as well. <laughs> Just the, you, you can't leave the house without it. Yeah, I feel like it's not even... I feel like Jupiter in Sagittarius, which was 2019, was more like a pile of molly before going to elsewhere. <laughs> I feel like this summer it's more like, yeah, uh, like a little a dash of molly at 2 p.m. Sure, sure, sure. I think sure. The, the prevalence of vaccines, which is a liquid, 
has uh-huh. rendered pills like Obsolete. pills are over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we Get it in here. We can't we, swallow. We don't do pills. Uh-uh. We do pills. Powders. Powders everywhere Ooh. in the water. Well, Pisces is water splish splash, right? Yes. So babe. vaccines, absolutely. But okay. Yeah. Okay. So can we got like a liquid form of the Truvada, maybe. Remember, like antibiotics mm. when you couldn't swallow your little baby. You get the pink stuff. No. Do you know what I'm talking about? Tastes like bubble Maybe gum. Maybe now the government will care about gay people and give us a liquid. <laughs> a liquid, <laughs> liquid Like we've been asking. Right, right. That we've been, you know, campaigning for for, mm-hmm. for months. So we're thinking kind of weed butters, molly waters, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. ketamine. Can you drink ketamine? Not yet. <laughs> I, don't think. I think you technically could. You just wouldn't want to. Okay, but. okay, yeah. We like nasal, we like intravenous, but yeah. I haven't. I haven't tried it um, in its liquid form. Oh, you had a... Is it liquid form when you do for depression? Yes, I had a little drip drip over over the sabbatical. Yes. Um, and <laughs> just ketamine straight into the arm, uh, just building credit card debt every, every day. <laughs> yes. But, you know, like you said, every penny has to go into your healing. Unfortunately. So... Yeah, I'm reckoning with that. <laughs> I did have... I had my ketamine phase, and now it's like... Will I, now that it's cured my depression and I'm a perfect person, uh, feeling amazing every day, will I continue this trend in the wild? And that's kind of where we go to our correspondent on the ground, (laughs) and Leary, who, um... I would never. (laughs) Allegedly has done, you know. I do know someone who did, they got, like, the liquid form of it and then Mm. cooked it, which I think makes it sort of into, like, a snow-type substance. Whoa, a slushy. So maybe that way of, like, it was liquid, but you made it. And then what do you do with the snow? It's like a powder. You stick it in your nose. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think, like, slushy. You stick it in. I think uh, maybe next to some Swiss chard. The super... Vision of a doctor because you are doing this in a doctor's office, of course. Right, honey. Of course, yeah, <laughs> under supervision. That makes me okay. So the one when I was doing ketamine, the nurses were like, "How are you feeling?" And I'm like, "Still bad," and I'm paying a lot of money, so they're like, "Let's up the dose." And I was like, "Okay, sure." Um, mm. And then I did have like a spiritual experience where I was like everything is gold yes. it's the 80s um i'm on this island in manhattan and i'm in this i'm in a skyscraper baby and the world is mine <laughs> like literally all of the like stereotypical things of like my exes are just people who, oh my god who yes. want to have yes who want love and like my parents like they're trying their best like, all... they did their best is a, is a favorite psychedelic revelation they, of mine yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it it makes so much sense in the moment. You're like, yeah, they deserve to smile, and they're just like, mm-hmm. we're horny in the mm-hmm. '90s, and then there, and then I came out, and um, you but can't then blame them for that. You can't blame them for Especially trying to have a little now, fun. The horniest summer ever. Right. So, but like, what do you do with that after? After the drip drip ends, <sighs> and you're like staggering through trying to find the fucking M train to get home. Um, the post glow. What do you do with that? <laughs> I know. I I know. And I am what I am reconciling with is I feel like the inner work that I did during the pandemic. Like for instance, I was at a lovely party yesterday, 
but the inner work that I've done during the pandemic, how is that registering in my social presentation? Mm. Because I am feeling, and again, this to me, we are in June having a Mercury retrograde in Gemini. Gemini, of course, the sign of uh, experience and self-expression and uh, Mercury, the planet of communication. We are having an eclipse in Gemini. Meanwhile, uh, Venus will be entering Cancer. So the inner emotional life, the inner feeling I think there's a scrambling with the the outer presentation and the decision making and how best to um, the the selfhood that I think we've all cultivated during this quarantine, except mm. for those demonic faggots who we had been speaking about earlier. <laughs> um, how does that realign with like suddenly being thrust out in the world? That gives me a huge amount of anxiety. Yeah, and it's like, what did I just did any of the work that I just? Is it all gonna be wiped clean when I see like the first like? tall gay who used to reject me on grinder and yes. then turn into a pillar of salt like yes it will and it will so where did the work go <laughs> right I, that's I'm why really i'm struggling. advocating people to do their cbt homework on the way to respeech okay jostling on, on the, the ferry on the a train on the ferry um be just scribbling the worksheets yeah um you know what will happen when i present my body to my peers mm. um big thing for me will my lesbian friends think I'm more misogynistic if I don't look at their bare breasts or if I look them in the eyes. I know just all those awkward feelings when you hit the beach. Um, I just want to say, you know, on this podcast, we are going to try to speak for our lesbian friends, but (laughs) frankly, there's only so much I can do. Okay. At every every turn, we will try. uh, But honestly, there's a lot of mysteries there for me that, that, yeah, I can't, I can't crack. I agree. Um, But yeah, I will be working through, of course, my food and feelings workbook and Mm -hmm. my uh, sexual abuse inventory. So I am there with you. Feels good to get it out of the way before you get to the beach. Yeah. Just bring them in the beach bag. Yeah. (laughs) I see. Next to the Jot some notes. Pale. Yeah, uh-huh. I think it all starts with the outfits. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I'm still very up in the air about. Because yes. last summer was very utilitarian. It's very combat boots with like mm-hmm. gym shorts because you are at war, right, with the world. We were absolutely. You have a bike. That's all you have. Right. That's the one connection you have. The rest of the world. Ben, I feel like your aesthetic, as you know the spy I know and love and as kind of like you know you you do really cultivate a Kim Possible kind of uh, Jennifer Garner alias aesthetic where do you see the vibe going this summer are we doing linens like what are we feeling that's like the biggest question because while I want to move away from utility because it feels I want there to be more glamour Mm. in New York City because last summer was so harsh and like just very city landscape vibes right but I think the number number one trend of the summer is intel (laughs) (laughs) right like this is the summer of like intel like you won't know what's happening unless you have it and you must have everyone out there looking for it right so that's also like okay then I'm a spy but then it's like <laughs> am I impossible like at the prom being the spy you know right. are you undercover I yeah I don't always have to be like yeah. in the sewers exactly <laughs> we, I've always said to that capture, too <laughs> you don't have to always be in the sewers to capture the intel I don't have to be in the sewers like I could be like at a gala right um, what can I wear that hides the wire right to my clavage so right. I'm like looking through all my stuff right now and I am like how can I elevate a little bit but that's also hard because it's like all the parties that are being thrown are like so 
the infrastructure that was built last summer to throw mm-hmm. parties wherever the fuck bridges um, troll dead construction sites <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> the old spectrum abandoned hospitals abandoned yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. that's all like pretty not glamour so it's like I am finding myself like fighting up against what is being given to me which is mm-hmm. these sort of DIY parties but right. also I do like want to like have disco in a church Yes. And like my Sunday best. Right. But on Saturday. <laughs> you know, uh, I spoke last weekend with Melissa Rich and George Severus about this, which is we're in this interesting interregnum before a new Sex in the City destroys New York oh, for God. 20 years. And after a bit of the last decimation has worn off, where a lot of the girls who moved to New York because of Sex in the City thankfully left right. over the last year. Mm-hmm. So we're now in this bizarre little um, like innocence period where it actually isn't tacky to go to New York landmarks. Like mm. to like take a photo at the Odeon is like fun and right. it's not like humiliating. <laughs> and like Manhattan generally is not mortifying as much Mm -hmm. so that glamour aspect is really interesting to me which is very jupiter and pisces which is very just like this this deeply kind of fantastical imagination so i do think the glamour element is back it's not so much about like it's us against the city as like we're wanting to like i mean it is tourist season we are wanting to like Refertilize and regerminate the city in a mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kind of spread your seed right. all around. And maybe this summer it just has to be lit out at the techno raves. <laughs> like the chaos just has to unfold and then finally people will be ready to. Do you think, it. in terms of music, do you think like the hardcore knives on wood <laughs> techno? Is the vibe this year? Maybe it is. <laughs> Knives on wood. That's yeah. I one think of my it favorites. is the vibe by default because okay. those are the girlies who are throwing down mm. and are risking their lives even yeah. on the front lines <laughs> to like bring a party. Uh, yeah, um, God, they have a lot of power. It's crazy. They have a lot yeah. of power. They have a lot of gumption, and I think they're just gonna survive by default. It's tough for people who like words and, and songs. Yeah. It's tough for we struggle. Melody Queen. But it is like you know. during the pandemic was also the rise of disco or yes. new yes. disco. So I think perhaps there is a you place just need for a venue words. for disco though, I feel. Right. There's something sad about I mean, like, like a venue. Like that. Right. I know. The parks like just like going to the park and putting disco on your little like yeah. no, JBL yeah. speaker. It's not the same. I hope that some of the elders uh, who, like, have the connections could, like, put something together. Yeah. And that would be... I think if Manhattan could reclaim disco in a profound way, that would be good. Mm -hmm. And then Brooklyn can host the more techno girls. Right, yeah. And Manhattan can be for the ancients. Are we invoking Daddy Troy here as an elder? (laughs) I mean... Of Rosemont fame? Yeah, and of of Minx. I mean, the Wells backyard has a lot of potential. Okay. There you go. He's managing all the spots. Yeah. Wait, what was the place that they were talking about at dinner that, like, Manhattan bar, it's in Midtown, and it looks like a, like a GameStop or something, and then you walk in the back, and it's, oh. like, a lawless land. I don't remember. Is that Townhouse? It's... No. no. Mark McGann and Friends. Uh, <laughs> shout out, Mark. Happy birthday, Taurus. Um, There's a bar in Manhattan that allegedly, like, you, like, get hushed in, and then it's kind of, like, the same, like... 
pre-pandemic vibes inside. Wow. And I guess you're next to, like, a gutted Panera, so there's, like, no one to yeah. call the cops on you, right. but... Truly lawless. Truly yeah. lawless. I, I mean, think... not lawless, because, honestly, once you're vaccinated, it's, like... Finally. It's, like, we have to... All's well. We have to know. It's very, like, Drag Race, like... All the Reddit users already know who's on Drag Race next season. Yes. And then, like, five months later, they're like, oh, yeah, here are the stars. And it's very, like, us being, like, we know the science. Yes. And then five months later, the CDC will be like, okay, so good to go. And we're all like... So you want to stay ahead of the curve. Right. So I do have my... I have a sex party on Saturday. Um, but there, there, there was a sex party last night that I in Hell's Kitchen that I did not attend. Mm, uh, but there's yeah. a regular Monday uh, Hell's Kitchen sex party that's already starting up again as of tomorrow. Right. Um, so in terms of the sex party kind of dungeon arena scene, mm. do we have any kind of predictions or uh, vibe checks? It's an interesting question. Um, as someone who is in a monogamous relationship, I do think this summer a trend will be opening things up for folks. I'm not currently taking applications, but I do think things will be opening up. So I I don't know. We haven't really had that the custody battle over can I bring my whole to to the party? Like do do we or have, leave the whole at home? Do we leave yeah. the whole at home? Like you know who. Uh, what is it called when one one parent has custody? It's just right. It's Split unclear custody. if what I'm gonna be doing. What you gonna um, be doing? Yeah. I mean, I've always been like, I've never gone to a sex party proper. I've always been adjacent. Mm-hmm. Like you're wrecks, you're bounds. Like I'm just there to dance. But then sometimes I get carried away. <laughs> that to <laughs> well, me sounds perfect for the yeah. summer, actually. For for the Jupiter but and like Pisces. A straight party, I've never. I think um, that mm-hmm. sounds ideal, which is like. We're just having a good time, and then things just get can get weird if they need to, right. but it doesn't need to be enforced. You turn, you like you go around the corner at Rex behind a pillar, and it's a whole new world. Yeah, yeah. Or, <laughs> a dungeon. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, and it's of course all comedians you know I mean it's yeah. that's the other aspect you turn around and you're like great set right right, right. it's like <laughs> JFL comedians you know yeah fucking each other at rec you really corner. get in the catacombs caught with your pants between your yeah. <laughs> your pants what's the phrase your pants down yeah mm-hmm. and, and your tail like, between your legs yeah yeah <laughs> great time to uh, network too I would say oh Again, if you're Mark McGann uh, at, at Rekt, uh yeah, it's a great time to network. Midcoitus is a great time to network. Classically. Um, but yeah. I do like the idea of, uh, you say, a regular sex party. So you you go on Mondays, you have your regulars, you, you, you say Honey, hi to Joe and John. I don't know, because I am I have been dead sober since December. Classically, at most sex parties, I would be way too stoned and have a total meltdown mm-hmm. uh, and anxiety attacks. See an alt comedian I know, not be able to get an erection. <laughs> I am hoping for a few things, which is hopefully a little more renewed focus through the sobriety. Secondly, to find some spaces in which I can be identi- uh, anonymous. Mm. I This is another Piscean quality. Pisces is all about, you know, we are all one. We are all citizens of the world. We kind of sacrifice ourselves. Mm. Sexually, I would like to cultivate spaces where I can, like, forget my name and identity and just yes. have sex or just dance. Really, even if it was just a huge disco ball where I can just, like, forget myself for a night. That's right, right. the Piscean thing. We have been so interior this year that I just want to, like, lose lose myself a little. Which, you know, that reckoning will come with Gemini season and, of course, with the eclipse in Gemini. But um, right. that's what I'd like. 
Have you thought about a gimp hood? Just covering your face mm. in black leather. <laughs> <laughs> True. Like anonymity. a pussy riot balaclava. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And a pussy hat, yeah. maybe, too. And a pussy hat. <laughs> it does... Kind of represent yeah. what I believe. It just sounds so nice because, like, the whole year, everything we've done with other people has been online. Your name is stamped. Mm. Like, they see your profile picture. Yes. They see your name. It's... You're never away from yourself. Yes. At all. Right, right. Unless you go offline, but then it's like horrible because you can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, like, then no one knows you can exist. Yeah, that you so, actually don't exist. Right. How do we feel, speaking of the online aspect, how do we feel about live performance? Um, I've never gone live, I never will go live, but uh, I do live IRL performing does seem to be. It's, it's coming back. back. Which makes me like nervous, but like. Yeah, it's weird. I know, like, if I see absolutely one person doing stand-up, I will get horrifically jealous. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I can do that better. Right. <laughs> I want to do that, too. <laughs> that's how it all began. And then I'll really? get back into it, so. Yeah, I was definitely, like, over the last year, I was like, you know, what, everything has changed, and, like, how does stand-up fit into... There's a there's a Kate Berlant quote that's like that she says on stage when in 2016 when she was like at what point am I um, an instrument of fascism as I'm <laughs> you know click clacking on stage here doing my little jokes and um, the world is crumbling and I that's been reverberating in my head. What is the experience of the audience member? What does the audience member need right, right. after all of this? What does the audience member want? Uh, that, to me, is really the question. Yeah. What are they going for? Right. Do they want ironic detachment? Do they want postmodernism? Do they want to be healed? Do they want all three? Right. I don't know. Do they, do they need someone to take care? Like, do you need me to do aftercare? Like, right. Wanna... Yeah. I think we'll just we'll only know that once we're there. That's the scariest part. I really, yeah, I was like, you know, at points of the pandemic, never again. I will just stand up. Yeah, right. Like, it seems needs so it? silly. It but seems then... silly and so far away. But now yeah. that it's here, it's like, well. What I fun. am realizing is like, I think, okay. Podcasts in general are like false intimacy, which is like, mm. you think you're in the room with them. And a lot of people have been listening to these alt-comedy podcasts for a straight year and just being like, oh, well, I know this person even though I've never seen them. Mm. So I actually think when people are going to shows, they might be wanting a sense of, like, connection. Right. Or intimacy. Yes. The scariest thing, and yet it's (laughs) what we all yearn for. Uh, And you have a calling. And I'm ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) The Everything King uh, office hours are... Are open. They're open. 24-7. Yeah. (laughs) What are we feeling, um, in terms of music, I felt like 2020 was such a big year in that we had Kylie Minogue, we had two volumes of Dua Lipa, Mm. we had a Grimes even before the pandemic. Grimes, Um, rave remixes. Then we had the Grimes, the the rave remixes. Jesse Ware. Rasheen Murphy, and the Rasheen Murphy. <laughs> Thank you. The the Jesse Ware, Roy Sheen, Kylie kind of disco triumvirate was was life saving. I think we also even had a Chromatica. I <laughs> remember mean, her. Did that happen? <laughs> did that actually happen for it's me? It's surreal. It it's surreal that it happened. We had um, Miss <laughs> Miss Ariana Grande's. Uh, what's what it called? Call I call it. I think it's called Persuasions. <laughs> you call it Persuasions, Persuasions. which is. The most insulting thing I've ever, <laughs> I've actually ever heard. What's the album called? It's called Position. Position. And you should know, David. 
I got a bad idea. Okay. Um, great, great stuff. So I do feel like despite the kind of uh, horror and, um, you know, prison we were all in, it was a very rich year for music releases. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious, like, who do we have this year? I feel like we're, in, we're now suddenly in a desert when we need new bops more than ever. Absolutely. I mean, I hope Kim Petras, she yes. says on Twitter that she's ready to rise. I'm ready for that. But <laughs> Slater or... has been slaying. Mm, Slater like, has been rising. In my heart. So mm-hmm. you think some of it, this is the time for the girlies? Um, I think the underground girlies. Yeah. Are they underground? Well, underground pop. Right, right. I think they're ready to come out. Because I think we saw like really big pop stars sort of returning almost yes. like they were called to war mm. to save us him, to save us and yeah. they're like oh yeah captain release some of their best music ever yes are we talking about kindness punks right now or what <laughs> <laughs> i mean i think dua did a, a huge service dua to the community did, last year yeah. dua, did, yeah. dua did a good thing <laughs> well we saw like lots of these albums are like i'm back but i'm different yeah like i'm trying something new um and it works fabulously. But yeah, I do think we need a return to form of just like pure pop excess ego. Give me, give me the competitors. I love Charlie's like mm-hmm. pandemic album, and it was, but it was very like interior and like I'm in a house. Yeah, with my I almost like can't listen to it now because it's like brings you back too much. It brings me right back. Yeah, <laughs> so hard. All that we've been through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, well, like, I know she's sobbing. working on stuff, so... Right. She never stops. I think she's... It's gonna be, like... We saw the rise of art pop again. Like, excess. Tr- mm. Yes. Yes. That is... I mean, talk about Jupiter and Pisces. Art pop, which is outrageous, ridiculous, idiotic, absurd... <laughs> Is like finally inching towards like its moment of culmination. I mean, the GUI video, which I spent all of 2013 and 2014 running through the streets trying to to you know shake people awake to, right. uh, is really starting to resonate now more than ever as uh, as you know Olympian Jupiter uh, kind of uh, strikes the Piscean consciousness with with uh, mm-hmm. with. The lightning bolts of illumination. Um, God. You know, (laughs) talk. uh, I do think with Kimberly, it's interesting because Kimberly is the chosen one, obviously. (laughs) Um, And Kimberly 2019 was her year of conquest. Mm. And it's almost as if she knew, like, all right, I'm laying low for 2020. And I think as society and as, like, the fags are out again, she'll... Be ready to attack. Right. I think it was very hard for a lot of people, and some people are extremely rich. Have <laughs> Interesting. A lot of money behind them that they can sort of push through. Right, right, right. The like, the terror of this world. But I think some girls had to just lay low and think. Right. And like, grow into the new era. Yeah. So I hope. Excited. I hope it's like a gestation period and like actually, yeah. artists working and not just like, well, I can't tour, so. I'll, you know, put out something mm. then. I want to see new hair, different colored <laughs> aesthetics. Right. Always. I want full new era from everybody. Okay. It is a new decade. I want Caroline to be a, like a light brunette. I want Kimberly to be a redhead. I want- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, that brings me to the trend of 
People are gonna get in the barber's chair and want to take big swings. Okay. As someone who just did that, I want to caution against. Um, and we had that early pandemic too, but it was like not the barber chair. So let's go through the timeline my because toilet seat and I had I had the scissors. <laughs> I think first two or three months of pandemic, we had the buzz. Sure. Then, uh, coming into summer of pandemic, as uh, gay people started dying really gruesome ego deaths, we had the kind of platinum hair saga. Oh. Um, so that, that would, let's say, around June 2020, that was right, a platinum right, hair right. saga. Then we moved into the kind of uh, mullet shag era. Yeah. Uh, you know, Fun. classically, uh, Mark Stoll himself was, was a full 90s, 90s girl. I was there. And yeah. in, that, in that space, that's where I discovered the middle part. And... It was like the oceans party. Huge. It was really big for me. But then I got rid of it because, and then I look back on those photos and I'm like, <laughs> you know, we were all struggling. It was a tough <laughs> time, but babe, there is no, there is no shape form whatsoever. But I wasn't getting like the self trims that you were doing, mm, which yeah. is crucial. You right. have to you shape have as to. you go. Or Come else. on. Yeah. You gotta go to Eli at least, you know, once every month or so. Absolutely. I'm seeing him tomorrow. Who's this Eli? is out of control. Yeah. No, um, I, I desperately need to. Yeah. I did a trim the other day in my bathtub. Not my bathtub, my sink, but it's so you sometimes Ben you are and you have the look. Sometimes you are like Margaret Thatcher is Prime Minister <laughs> and you are like a British teen oh, oh, who's okay, like yeah. listening to punk oh, and you're okay. like I thought you were saying he looks like Margaret. <laughs> I just mean you are like a British teen, like yes, in your small town, like listening to the Smiths, and you're in the bath, like cutting your own hair. I mean, Skins was my birth. Yeah, that's when you were. I was born in 1990 something, but uh, <laughs> when I saw Skins, that's when I was born. Born again. Who I am. The mullet so has never looked better. It's true. Yeah, I just I cut the sides a little bit. Okay, I think it was the right move. Well, we're at it. We are. You do bring up a, a very strong point, though, which is we are at a precipice where we have we have a lot of girls, and myself included, uh, and Ben, too, who were former Dungeon, you know, Dungeon Buzz girls. Yeah. Or Dungeon Caesar girls who have now emerged into the, like, long hair mullet era. Right. And many of us, I think, will continue to kind of go through, like, the 1978 phase but we don't know it is a new decade so is it a de- is this the summer of the chop if you ask me because with venus going into cancer with jupiter and neptune both in pisces i actually think it is more of a refinement of the, the shag mm-hmm. i think it's a bit more of a free love aesthetic yeah but you know right to chop the shag almost is um to deny where we've been what happened Oof. Mm. yeah but then there's also the like chop as a rebirth spring we got thank we got you. our shots thank it's, you it feels too harsh to me mm-hmm. the chop like the full buzz right i don't know i know i never thought i'd say that either but it feels right now i mean it looks divine on you mark no i'm you look so handsome <laughs> but um i'm not i can't go back right now no i think i think well cuz before the pandemic i think we were like cutting ourselves to like the absolute minimum yes. mm-hmm. like of yourself like Fate things were going so far so fast mm-hmm. Jupiter and Sagittarius yes you're just doing too much too much we were all doing too much and I think we were how can I like make my body like that you were <laughs> we were streamlining we were um getting more aerodynamic do you yeah, mean? cutting off you. the resistance because well. those five seconds absolutely on a, in Uber, 
you you might you might you <laughs> the know, whole night's ruins. Have to pay the cover or not? It's the difference between twenty dollars. Mm. Exactly. You can just and like, now we can sort of just like let our hair down. <laughs> get an electric city bike. Uh, call it a night and feel the wind in your hair and say, "I've never been more alive." God, if we could get a Caroline album. She better be working on it. She, I know. I can't. She had COVID early. She has time. <laughs> it could be she could have long COVID. I, I do think, you know, currently, uh, as of December, with uh, Saturn moving into Aquarius, we do know that we are in the three-year saga in which uh, Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus, and Azalea Banks are all going through their Saturn returns. Oh. I do see oh the true rise of Azalea as imminent. I think she has been, she's been getting like sharper and sharper and she's been getting like better and better at playing the game. And those who understand her sense of humor are really like clocking. Like for instance, today when she took a picture with like a goblin toy and said <laughs> Azalea Banks X Kim Kardashian collab. Anyways, um, I do think her like triumphant musical return is imminent, but, but, but maybe I'm wrong. I hope. We, what we need from her is to take down Elon Musk. And it's true. She's, she's the only one. That's, I won't say that's her life's work, but it's one of the dragons she has to slay as we're, you know, letting him on SNL. I know. That's. Which is. This just is. sickening. That's where the, the Jupiter, just the, the excess, the, the hyper Gemini added energy. That is what concerns me is this lack of, of uh, moral and ethical rigor that, yeah. that I think we are all about to expose, be exposed to as, you know. And there will be consequences. Yeah, there will be. they come in. <laughs> I hope you're listening, Elon. Because I think we've only had consequences in 2020, and now it's like nothing matters again. Right. But. You know. It does. It's, it's famous coming. Thing. Yeah. It's coming. The guillotines are coming. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. What are we thinking about piercings? I mean, I, you know, I think the the one ear has, you know, really, for, for all of us here, has, yeah. has uh, certainly by the end of 2019, really kind of take it, come back. Uh, are, do we have any gay piercing predi- predictions? <sighs> gay jewelry, gay chains, mm. you know, that, that, that song. I think we got like a flood of like the hoop single ear yes right. I had the double but then famously mine did a heel for a whole year so I just took it out <laughs> <laughs> but right. now I kind of want to double up on the one ear that did well and mm-hmm. then go for a stud on the one that didn't do well cute mm. cute more I, yeah the I double someone who has like two like right next to each other and I was like yeah. okay now we're pirate's life is a life for me this has served me well but it might be time well to... now that everyone has it it's like okay barely have anything. <laughs> right, this doesn't even might as well just be an ear right <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even show up right on the scanner yeah yeah absolutely all. so it's either the double hoop <laughs> where one hoop is bigger than another is mm. very powerful i will that, say absolutely i don't know i think it's for me the era of tattoos i am 100 percent in agreement with yeah. you i'm already planning my next i think this yeah. is the time of tattoos you're right i want my first but I need my first so too. Oh my god! Ah, I can just decide about anything. But Ben, you know, all right. Offline, we really love what you're doing for your first. Uh, oh. The idea you presented to us, Mark. Are you experiencing I don't know. any ideas? I am experiencing ideas. Um, true, true to my form, it will be sailor aesthetic, but not in like a Target way. Okay, Caroline Polachek. Not like <laughs> more like 
moody sailors looking at each other at the docks being like, we're about to do this. Okay, uh, Corel. So not like daddy's boys. It's like cruising Anything sailors. Goes. Yes. And then they they also might be, they might be dancing. There's, there's going to be Ooh. one leg is, um, gay joy and one, <laughs> one leg is, um, dark gay lost in pain i think right he has one foot on the party boat and one foot on the docks yeah (laughs) with the boys right right right. (laughs) it's like straddling those two worlds exactly i definitely think leg tattoos will be big this summer because you know as i have said my theory is that this is going to be the summer of thighs because Mm -hmm. if you can show that you have well-built thighs after a year of atrophy indoors if you can show look i have the privilege Mm. of walking upstairs even if i have nowhere to go even if i'm not taking the subway then you get to show that off so i think thigh tattoo is very much the way to go um it's it's a a statement it is very sexy yeah 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 where is yours where is yours going i don't know about your plans yes you do it's the uh a certain reference to a film involving miss oh posey yes of course i think my arm Uh uh-huh I mean, the, there is something about the thigh, but... Also T. <laughs> right. It's a classic. I kind of want it to be like, you see it, and then my face, and like, not you see it, and then like, my like, stomach, you know, like... We're talking about scanning up from your thighs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, I think the idea, you know, with this Pisces <laughs> activation, I do... The body as artistic canvas is, uh, is great. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You like almost like want to be marked by your time. Like, yes. Thank you. So that means I should go to the gym, it sounds like. As far as the canvas. (laughs) You need to get your canvas in order. (sighs) No, aren't we... How do we feel about the integration of the kind of dad bod aesthetic? Was that all a lie? Feels like a lie. It feels like as soon as you hit Jacob Reese, it's like... Where are the dad bods we were it's talking a about? It, it's, it's a freak show. I mean, I Pride last year was hum- humiliating. <laughs> humiliating. I was... Um, it was a personal uh, triumph for me wearing see-through shorts. That, that, that was, was good work. Kind of the only asset that I was wearing. The best asset. That was good work. Thank you, you did really great. I kind of feel like the, like people are being more forgiving in terms of like we all understand that no one like really works out and like yeah. what you have is what you have because that's all that you can manage to to do and uh, frankly i think everyone is just so ready to be having as much sex as possible that i think the kind of standards are a little lowered which is good for all of us she's good free love free love for once means free love for fucking love (laughs) jesus what do i have to do i mean me having a boyfriend i'm like i'm gonna do whatever i want with my body (laughs) (laughs) and what i'm gonna do is nothing (laughs) and i feel so comfortable with that that's beautiful i was gonna say elaborate on that what are you gonna do with your body but it's i mean i've been trying to go to the gym but ultimately i thought you meant like my body is everyone's body (laughs) right no (laughs) (laughs) not officially not on no 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 of course not um, I guess, yeah, I, well, lastly, what are the Fire Island predictions? Vibe really? check, Fire Island. You say Von Trapp? Vibe check. Okay. Von <laughs> Trapp. It's gonna be a lot of singing, we're gonna make clothes of the curtains. <laughs> I would love that, frankly. Yeah, <laughs> that would be, be musical, cute. Yeah. A musical episode. Um, I don't know, this is, this is my second Fire Island outing, and I do feel like I'm coming back with a sense of, uh, you know, once you... You slayed one dragon. You're like, okay, now I can honestly relax here. Yeah. Um, and just kind of bake in the sun, bake in some oil. 
Mm. Yeah. TTT. Like, really island vibes. Like, you are an island. I'm on an island, Dua Lipa. Sometimes people forget. (laughs) Sometimes, and it's hard. It needs to be said at all. Right. But it's all about the beach and the pool and the hot tub and tanning. Yeah. Mm. Last time I felt like I was, you know, I was a young buck drinking so, so much that the day, I don't know where the days went. I want to spend time in the pool. I'd love that. At the beach. Um, Perhaps bring a romance novel. Mm. Mm. Probably not read it, but the Bridgerton series. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. What it, do you have any like Fire Island goals as a as a first timer? I just like want to get off the boat and be there. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's, that's like the number one goal I have is yeah. just to sort of um, step onto the islands. Right. Because just... sometimes it just feels like it's. But it's never going to happen. Yeah. And there are a lot of planes, trains, and automobiles to get there. Right. I will say for travel, um, again, that May 13th through July 29th period is ideal. However, Mercury will be in retrograde from, I think, let's just double check, I think May 20... Yeah, May 29th through June 22nd, we are having a Mercury retrograde. So I would, you know, really focus on May and July as your hot periods um, Mm -hmm. for for adventure and travel. Um, Yeah, it's it's a really complicated. There's a lot of retrograde happening this year. It's it's a complicated year with Saturn and with. uh, We're having some Saturn Uranus squares. So listen, there will be some reckonings. It's not all. it's not all partying. Right, and like what does that mean for my 30th birthday is the question. Your 30th birthday. Retrograde. Um, I just think like your 30th birthday, which is on the Saturn Uranus square, so okay. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? Hold it- tight. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Those are going to be more global... Uh, mm, reckonings. Okay. So those are going to be more about like the shape of the human, uh, you know, th- uh, of how we're being governed, how uh, the vaccines are being disseminated, how people's rights are being respected. However, Rebellion um, Saturn is in Aquarius and Uranus is in Taurus. So Saturn is uh, trying to bring structure to a sense of what the collective future looks like. Uranus, planet of uh, awakening, change, revolution, is in Taurus, the planet of um, personal resources, what you have, uh, how you're sustained, okay. what you eat, you know, how you, how you, you know, that. Nourishment. So there is a bit of a, a uh, reckoning going on with uh, the personal desires, uh, the self-indulgent desires, uh, with the larger kind of human um, collective march forward. Right. As this is happening in the wake of a Gemini eclipse during Gemini season, during a Mercury retrograde in Gemini, your birthday, I think, will be a chance to like scale back a little bit. I don't think your birthday is ideally like a wild rager. Mm-hmm. It's actually like a time for us to like come back, get clear on what our ideals and our ethos are, and like. Um, be a little divorced from the kind of rampant experience that we're all going to be having this summer and just actually like come back to the soul a little bit okay so i should go to church (laughs) i just say like it should be like a chill warm loving birthday and not like uh let's lose our goddamn minds i mean you can i mean i don't think i 
I don't think I can is the thing. But also the great thing is like, we'll all be in the throes of whatever the summer is and your birthday can be sort of like a response like an oasis yes. in the chaos that you can create yes. and be like you can just come take a load off right it's almost the anti-Gemini Gemini birthday I think like, is the way to do oh. it people will be coming to the party with like scrapes in their faces dirt everywhere like hair a mess yeah. and you'll be like I have first aid right 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 <laughs> I say come come sit on mommy's lap yeah. I'll, bring I'll wash your wounds yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> be Christ like um Jobs, do we ha- do we quit them? Do we get them? Oof. Because um, I've been trying again to have gainful employment, but now I'm like, well, I know uh, yeah. summer's here, and who needs I it? Know. I kind of do want to be on vacation the entire summer. I that think that I recommend that. <laughs> I'm gonna have As to someone, that. Doctor, <laughs> doctor's orders. Yeah, that's someone who was gainfully employed the entire pandemic. It was relentless mm. yeah. sort of wake up go to work stay in the same room go to sleep wake up go to work it yeah. was sort of I was a prisoner well is there going to be a return to offices I mean I don't want no. to go to the no. office we say no you heard it here first I like to wake up three minutes before a Zoom meeting and be like no here's my day the idea of commuting no no how did we ever do it I don't know 40 minutes later every day yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think we have to heal the traumatic relationship with Manhattan that the workplace mm. has imposed on all of us, and Manhattan should just be a place for fun. Now. I totally agree. I think Manhattan has really great vibes these days. I agree. It's I very I've been saying, I think... You're angling towards... I'm angling to Me too. move to Manhattan. Okay, I actually... I have decided when my lease is up, I am moving to the East Village. So, you, you too. We all... It's like kind of full circle in that we all had our girls moment and now that girls is coming back into the culture as we're recognizing girls as being mm. a good show Thank you. <laughs> so we can finally just let go of, <laughs> of brooklyn and, and defending it and just go into manhattan yeah yeah well i'm right by the bridge so i'll just hop over daniel was talking about that too like the Ooh, words Lower East Side came out of his mouth, and I said, "Right, honey, say more." Crossing Delancey, look, crossing Delancey, if you will, <laughs> a bit of a reboot. I mean, you're in Brooklyn because there is more space. There's like more like greenery. It feels you can ride your bike everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then Manhattan, you like walk outside, and it's like an instant energy. Right, there's instant people, yeah. and I kind of want that more so. The action of it all. Uh, and for me, the glamour yeah, is the glamour. when I go to the library, when I go to the butcher in Manhattan, there is, I do dress up for it. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, so. I'm in Bridgewood right now because I thought it would be a good idea because I'm right near, like nowadays, I'm right near the Muse. Yep. I'm right near all the little warehouses near the cemetery. And we want to say that Maria Hernandez Park, you know, she's done us good. She's done us good, sure. but she needs some rest. Yeah, sure. from from the Stompianas. <laughs> right. <laughs> the club club uh, needs to stop at some yeah. point. Yeah. In but the now I'm like, boots. I think Manhattan's going to have a resurgence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's been reclaimed. It has been. But yeah, I think also with the Saturn-Uranus square, the, the you know, lo- last time Uranus was in Taurus was during FDR, the Dawn of Welfare. <gasps> People's... Oh personal sense of what they have their resources their individuality 
and a renewed sense of communalism uh, after 2020 are being activated by the Saturn Square. And I think the idea of being like herded into some corporate hellscape um, is just not going to jive the same way that it might have. And I think we're now going through a reclamation of how can I support myself, sustain myself, and uh, be a part of something bigger rather mm. than just... Um, you know, a lot, again, a lot of those Carrie Bradshaw girls have left, so so we're free. It sounds like Medicaid, Medicare for all. Beyond. <laughs> and I have goosebumps, so thank you for that. That's very hopeful. and um, Yeah, let that inform your birthday. It, absolutely. <laughs> Everyone gets Band-Aids. Um, <laughs> for free. But it does. that doesn't mean Andrew Yang UBI. No. That's no. not what that means. No. For anyone who's confused at home. Yeah. <laughs> Just because, like, Manhattan's been released does not mean that it can become, like, an experiment for, uh, what is it, Silicon Valley? So, just, right. like, yeah. And to be clear, they, if they haven't started, they will soon be filming right. Sex in the City and Just Like That. So, this is a small Twilight era. Right. Um, the volleyball has been tossed up wow. and either side gonna hit it back down is it about exactly to spike and then we, we need to make sure that we spike it mm. against <laughs> <laughs> where did the sports reference come i don't from? know i think <laughs> volleyball is in I just, I just think volleyball i do think volleyball will be huge huge along with iced tea and grass yeah Ooh. volleyball i love that the shorts yeah uh-huh there's like, there's like yeah, there's places to be reclaimed, mm. but that doesn't mean that we will reclaim them. Right. <laughs> it doesn't. I don't mean... think we can be like oh it, everything's changed. I think we still have to fight to reclaim. Yeah. And own. It's it's a lifelong fight. Yeah. Yeah. Volleyball. There is a certain. <laughs> <laughs> the volleyball, volleyball physique is very like juicy and like well fed and i think that goes well with this time rather than the like more emaciated vibe right right the girth it's like it's like kind of girthy but like when they go up the spike you see every like muscle yes flex, and it's like oh there is there's some meat on that bone there's some meat on that bone <laughs> yes <laughs> it's jiggly but it's not in your face it's only like when, Jigliana. Uh-huh. when it's activated yeah do we, have, do we have any final kind of predictions, vibes, feelings, tips? I want to put something out there. I would like to, I think um, what's going to be really big this summer when you're riding your bike to Jacob Reese and you're crossing the bridge, I think it's going to be really big to walk your bike over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And yes. to just proceed with caution and like don't leave your friend Mark who like wants to just walk his bike it's over. It's so scary. I, I want to normalize I, I that, that this again. summer. I'm not doing that shit again. <laughs> I will be a fairy girl this summer. I'm done. I think the fairy's okay. very big. Yeah. I, Melissa Rich and I will be fairygirls.com. I can't okay. do this again. I'll know who again, to call. Yeah, I'm not, because... that, that goddamn bridge is terrifying <laughs> and I'm sick of pretending it isn't. It'll haunt my dreams, yeah. Oh, yeah. To have a cyclist boyfriend who's like, come on, it's oh, fun. God. I mean, I'm still on a bike. It's scary because I'm out of shape now, but... But will you walk your bike over the bridge with me? No, he's uh, an Aries. He's gonna go all the way. I kind of, I just like when I, by the time I'm at the bridge, the only thing that matters to me at that moment is I need to see the ocean. Yeah, uh-huh. I start to get there. Well, honey, look down. Like <laughs> you're on a bridge. Well, that's like, more it's like a scary. A, a river. <laughs> it's truly terrifying. Yeah. Um, Other bridges um, I love. Williamsburg Bridge. I take it every day. But yeah, I just need that's to get places and I can finally breathe again. Yeah. So it's like. 
I have not been able to breathe since I left on my bike from my mm. home. Mm. And by the time we get to the bridge, I like I'm running out of air. I can breathe again, baby. No, I can't. And I need to like, reach again. my destination. Yeah. Okay, fair. I mean, we're all on our own journeys here. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's good that now I think you spend so much time with yourself that like you can finally be with yourself with your bike going across the bridge. You've been alone for so long that you'll be fine when you're alone walking your bike like a fucking nerd. Thank you. No, yeah. I think you're right. And I'm setting a boundary and that's great. That's ben, all. any any final, final words? Tips, trends, vibes, thoughts? I think the summer is going to be so important to hydrate. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. Or just, like, because I think you're going to be going from, like, 3 p.m. till 3 a.m., I think. Mm. Yeah. It's important for everyone to realize that you do have limits. You're not invincible. Yeah. Mm, just because beautiful. it seems like everyone else is. Full moon in Sag, May 26. We will learn that lesson. Yeah. Continue. Listen to your body. Marathon, not a sprint. Mm, absolutely. Do your meal prep. Do your meal prep. <laughs> oh, yeah, eat. Eat. Don't tea. forget to eat. Don't forget to eat. Maybe bring those, like, jelly squirt things at the marathoners. <laughs> <laughs> Use and don't be afraid to just suck that down. Yeah. yeah. Liquid lunches. Liquid. <laughs> like, because a lot of times you won't feel like doing it. Then you'll... <laughs> You'll see the soil end, and you'll lock eyes with it, and you'll say, "Oh, not soil." <laughs> oh. Can no, gay I'm people kidding, we're done. do soil? Can lay. we handle soil? I think said lay people. Can yeah. bottoms use soil? Yes. <laughs> we can. We can process it. Okay. Yes. Is it milk? <laughs> what is soil? No, it's like soy. Okay. Cool. It's like soy protein. And all the nutrients you need. In the labs. Um, yeah, no, Soylent is in the past. I'm sorry to... I agree. I agree. Um, it is in the past. Harmful of me. No, 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 it's okay. Um, so where can we follow? I mean, you know, for me to even ask that question is offensive at this (laughs) point. It's really... It's really a crazy question. For, for, you know, for the new girlies, girly on girly action, where can we be following you? If you want to come through and snoop, it's at a burp on IG. Come on. Come on, snoop. And and that's really it. (laughs) The DMs are open, but they're, um, you know, I visit them like a grave of an old friend. It's few and far between. Yes. It's nice. It's nice to check in, but it's too much often. So. No, you've got CBT workbooks to, to do. I have novels to write. I have worksheets to get through. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, come through, drop a line. We love a DM slide. I'm at Ben Leary with two Ys, mm-hmm. because they're all taken by... Ethan's. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. My DMs are open for professional opportunities. <laughs> Take that. I'm ready. Take that as you will. Uh, as always, I am David Odyssey. You can book a reading, etc., via the new davidodyssey.com. Oh, it looks amazing. Um, thanks, Beb. Yeah. And I am at David underscore Odyssey on Instagram and a David Odyssey on Twitter, which any day now I'm going to like absolutely slam Twitter um, <laughs> one day. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you both for being here. Um, thank you. Thank you. Us. So lovely. It's always a pleasure. Leave me breathless. <laughs> go, 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 go.
The Luminaries is made with love in New York City. Consulting producer Carly Hugendijk. Art by Greg Kozitek and music by Henry Kapersky. To book a reading, tarot, or astrology with me, David Odyssey, you can email me, adavidodyssey at gmail.com, or DM me on Instagram, david underscore odyssey, O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share, rate, subscribe, etc. See you next Tuesday. Mwah.